one two i hear you good 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 because we went on earlier ladies and gentlemen the lord has come through thank you very much
sounds of Tamla Man, I can only imagine. Welcome to Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert R. Cooper. Today's service is brought to you by Single Mother's Guide to Raising Black Boys and From Crack to Christ Part 1. Don't forget the Part 1. That is written by Franklin Donnie D. Lewis and pick up a copy and help support our shows. Yes, indeed. Our phone number is 646-595-3338. 646-595-3338. At this time, I bring to the microphone Pastor Cooper. How you doing, Pastor Cooper? Hey, I'm blessed. God bless you today, callers, and Brother Lewis also. Right. Thank you very much. How are you doing today? Oh, doing okay. And, of course, we had technical difficulties, but I... You know, my thinking is a lot clearer. It's been two months now <laughs> since the shackles have okay. been taken off, and I'm um, thinking a lot clearer. So when it happened, I just jumped right into action, and then I figured out another way to raise up the microphone volume. So I've been up this morning just taking care of technical things, trying to take this to another level, but I'm good. All right. Well, praise God. You know, I like to see that. I, I like to hear that jumping into action. Sound like you got a lot of vitality going on. <laughs> well, like I say, I'm not I don't have those shackles of uh the drugs and narcotics on me right now, you know. Uh, prescription drugs is just as bad as street drugs, you know. Understandable. Well, just a yeah. little joke about the jumping. You know, we were kids at the same time, so you know, I know you've been around a little while, so praise God for jump. that. Amen. Amen. I don't jump a whole lot no more, but <laughs> <laughs> I, give it a I don't need to be truthful. It's more mentally than physically. <laughs> I give it a go every now and then. But you're, you're, you're right about that. I yeah. had to shovel snow not too many weeks ago, and I realized, hey, man, something's up. No joke. But in no the meantime, joke. Oh, go right ahead, does, please. Does any of your neighbors have a, like, um, you know, with it always snowing, you know, in the wintertime, do you guys have, like, a... a Plows or little snow John Deere's? Snow blowers. Snow blowers. Yeah, snow blowers. Okay. But you know, sometimes nothing gets it done quite like the good old fashioned snow shovel. Okay. The snow shovel can get in places where other other things can't, and it's just kind of good to have one around sometimes. So what? it's just nice to you, have it. You know, one time of emergency, I, you know. Yeah, you know, I've never lived in the snow, but I worked in the snow uh, with different uh, organizations, government and stuff. But anyway, one time we had to go into uh, a house that was snowed in, and I could just walk right up to the top of the to the top of the car, basically, and the snow was up to the top of the doorway. You know, that was that. yeah. We had a whole crew. There must have been twelve of us doing that house. And then when the wind blows, it tends to make the snow drift also, and so you have a, a whole different uh, set of circumstances there. But through it all, hey, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to say that we're in the middle of January right now, and I just got off the highway a few minutes ago, and, and, and the roads were all clear, just as dry as they are in October, and the sun mm-hmm. is shining bright. So I thank God for the blessing of good weather today in the east. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the middle we, of they, January, they're talking about California. Yeah, yeah, they're talking about California, but you know, we have some rainstorms. You know, I know you guys would rather trade them, trade those these rainstorms 
for them snowstorms any day, you know. So. Well, you know, it all depends on the it all depends on how extreme they are. And yeah. I've been looking on the news, and it seems like you all have had some pretty extreme weather out there. So we pray for the whole nation. Amen. God will bring Amen. peace uh, Amen. in the weather. Amen. Amen. And that's what Amen. I like about Jesus, and that's why coming together in Jesus Christ is so. It, 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 it's not just enjoyable, brother Lewis. It's mandatory. Okay. Because All right. Jesus, Jesus teaches us how He would deal with things. And one of the most valuable things I take from reading the Bible and the Gospels about Jesus Christ, he teaches us how to live and to think and to act and to do like he does. All right. So so things like extreme this, that, and the other didn't bother him, didn't stop him, because he knew he, 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 knew he had authority over those things. Mm-hmm. I'm reminded of one time when they were on the ship and they were going over to the other side. And all of a sudden, a storm broke out. It's not like he didn't know the storm was coming, but he was ready for it. And so what he did, while the disciples were concerned about him being asleep in the middle of the storm, they awakened him and asked him, don't you care if we perish? And, and, And Jesus got out, and he spoke to the wind and the waves, and he told the storm, he said, peace, be still. Mm, yes, and, and so he lets us know, Amen. Because the first thing he asked them was, "Where is your faith?" Right, right. In other words, if you had faith stored up like I'm using, you could have done the same thing. Yeah. And so, and, and so I'm learning from him that he's teaching us more about ourselves than he is about himself. Or rather, along with his teaching on himself, he's also showing us our potential and our capabilities in him. We can't do much outside of him. We can do a whole lot in him. As a matter of fact, fact, Philippians 4.13 says, I wish wish I'd have known this as a kid. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That's incredible. That's incredible knowledge. And and, 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 and and so what we have to do, we realize we're in a battle for knowledge. I don't even want to go into that because that's another message. But we need to realize Jesus is always trying to inform us. He's trying to inform us so we can come to realize what it means to live a life in Christ. Amen. Amen. I want to pray real quickly, and, and, and I say quickly not because we're in a big hurry, but I want to pray because I believe there's an urgent need for prayer in and among God's people, and for yes. some of those who yes. don't even know Jesus Christ, but yes. who, need to, who need to know him, and today will be a great day for them to come to know Jesus, and all you have to, and all you have to do is just come to him with your burdens and lay your burdens down at his feet. And he promises Amen. in the word, he promises. He said, now I will give you rest. Mm. How many need rest today from your stress? Amen. Yes, yes. Amen. If you need rest from your stress, today is your day of salvation. Jesus Christ is speaking to you through me. And he wants you to come to him, praise the living God. 
The Bible says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I'm not putting a limit on it. I don't care where you live. I don't care where your neighborhood is. I don't care who your friends are, who your friends aren't. I don't care who your parents are. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. If you have issues, Jesus is saying, you qualify. Amen. If you have issues, you qualify to come to Jesus. Got it. That's the only qualification, your issues. All ye that labor and heavy laden, and Jesus says, I will give you rest. How many know when Jesus says something, not only does it come to pass, it has to, because Jesus is the truth. Yes. Yes. He says in John 14, uh, 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 chapter 14, verse 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. So the truth can't do anything but tell the truth. So everything Jesus says, amen, it's as good as gold. It's better than gold. Why don't you come to Jesus right now? Bring your burdens. Come on, bring them. Praise the living God. He said, that's why I'm here. Bring your burdens to me. And it makes no difference what they are. I know all about your flaws. I know all about your misgivings. I know about all about your being deceived and your deceptions. I know all about your evil influences. Bring them to me. I know all about your habits. I know all about your desires. Bring them to me. All those things that have had a stranglehold on you for all these years. Jesus is saying right now, callers, come to me. Lay them at my feet, and you never have to worry about them again. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And he said, I will give you rest. Praise God. Hallelujah. Who Amen. needs rest today? Yes. I do. Amen. Yes. And, and, you know, I don't really have to ask the question. It's just, no. it, it's just, a, it's just, it's just an open suggestion to the whole calling, listening audience. Because we all need rest from something right now. Yes, we do. It makes no yes. difference what your status is, what your position is in life, how much you've achieved or how much you haven't achieved, how much you have or how much you don't have. Everybody has some kind of burden, say, man, that they like to get rid of. And I stopped by to tell you today that Jesus is the answer. No more complications, no more complicated looking for solutions. The need for looking for solutions is over. His name is Jesus. And if you have faith in him, trust in him, and believe, he'll do everything he says he's going to do. Just put your faith and your trust in him. Amen. We pray right now, Lord, that... The words that we're speaking right now, we pray that they touch the heart of someone who's been trying to figure out what they really were not designed to figure out. That they may help they may help someone who's been trying to fight battles that they were not designed to fight. Right now, Lord, we ask that you touch them and cause them to seek you. So you can be a man the shepherd in their lives like only you can and lead them to peace and to joy and to comfort like only you can. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Talking about Jesus, talking about Jesus, brothers and sisters, I hear some familiar voices on the line today. God bless you. I hear uh, I hear it sound like Camille. God bless you today. And, you, and, and also, God bless you. And, and also anyone else who may be on, amen, that's a, that's a regular. God bless you too. I, I want you to know that talking about Jesus is, is, is not a difficult thing for me to do. I, I enjoy talking about Jesus because when I'm when I look to Jesus, Amen. The Bible says He's the author and the finisher of our faith. So He already knows how the story's going to end. He already knows what you're going to go through. He already knows, Amen, how the thing is going to turn out. No matter what situation you may find yourself in in life, or even or even are considering to endeavor, He already knows. Praise God what the end is going to be. So we can look to him, amen, with extreme confidence because he's not a judge. He said, I didn't come here to judge the world. He just came to save. And and, and we can look at him as a friend, praise the living God, because all he wants to do is help you and bless you. Praise God, hallelujah. So you can come to Jesus, amen, when everybody else's line is busy. You can come to Jesus when no one else is home. So I don't mind talking about Jesus. I can talk about Jesus all day because Jesus is an awesome conversation. And God knew that when he did what he did in John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. Knowing when he did that, amen, that the world would never be the same again. And we have a responsibility to share the gift of Jesus Christ that God gave us. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. So all we have to do is receive the gift God has given us. Amen. How many want to receive the Amen. gift right now today? Yes, yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Receive the gift of Jesus Christ because I assure you, when you do, your life will never be the same. It's about to change. Yes, about to change. Praise God, hallelujah. And and the beautiful thing about it, you don't have to figure out how he's going to do it. He just does it. He does it in a Jesus way. He has a way of doing things like only Jesus can. When Jesus spoke to the wind and the waves, there was no meteorological answer for that. You you, you, You couldn't use common sense to figure that out. Common sense pales when Jesus is at work. Logic. Amen. Has no place in what Jesus Christ can do. He spoke to weather. He spoke to a he spoke to a rain and a windstorm and told it to be still. Be still, be still. Peace, he said. First he said, Peace. I'm declaring peace. Be still. Amen. How would you like to get to the place, amen, where you can speak to your situations and your storms in life that way? Yeah. I know I, I, I know you would, even if you don't say anything, but Jesus, amen, when we follow him, Jesus, when we follow him and learn of him, like the Bible says, he will teach us how to do the exact same things. Now, that may sound a little extreme to some folk, because I know, I know the average thought or the average teaching is that only Jesus could do these things. Amen. That's not what Jesus said, and we're going to talk about that today, amen? Because Jesus told 
telling me something different. I don't know where they're getting their information from, but they're certainly not getting it from the Lord. When you know Jesus, he'll tell you things, amen, and when he tells you these things, amen, they belong to you. Anything Jesus gives you belongs to you. Anything God gives you belongs to you. If you receive it, it's yours. And the revelation that Jesus Christ gives us, amen, about the power of God that we can demonstrate just like him, it belongs to you when you receive it. Oh, now the devil, he's running around. He's trying to influence people so they won't receive it. But don't allow him to do it. Just realize when you're dealing with the devil, you're dealing with the father of lies. Yes. Is that too strong to say on the radio? You're dealing with the father of lies. That's what the word calls him. In other words, lies are the devil's children. Lies are the devil's offspring. He's the father of them. <laughs> so, yes. so you can't believe a word he says. So don't allow his influences to creep in and make you think you can't. When Jesus Christ said in his word, you can, you can, you can. Like Philippians mm-hmm. 4.13 says, the apostle Paul gives it to us like this. He says, he says I can do all things. I can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Isn't it good to know? Amen. Isn't it good to know? And, and, and there is a conflict because because there, 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 there are conflicting thoughts that are going around in the minds of, of, of God's people because of conflicting uh, misunderstandings and conflicting teachings. But we want the people of God to know, amen, if Jesus says you can, tell your neighbor, you can. If Jesus says you can, tell a friend, you can. If Jesus says you can, tell a loved one, you can. Period. Let's go go with me. We're going to talk a little bit about, about what Jesus said about believing because He lets us know, amen, that believing is one of the most powerful things, amen, that you can do. Believing puts you in a whole new category, puts you in a whole different department, puts you in another realm. This is what he says. Go with me to Mark chapter 9, and I'm going to read Mark 9, 23. Is that right, Sonny? It's one of my son's favorite verses. And I believe he's going to believe himself in the complete and total deliverance. Because he he knows this by heart, and he quotes it to me all the time, and I love it. Mark 9, 23. This is what Jesus Christ says. And Jesus said, you you notice how the verse begins, Jesus said, Jesus said. I like it when it says that. Jesus said. So when the devil messes with you, tell him Jesus said, and he'll run from you. You'll be like, where'd he go? He's gone. Because he knows when Jesus says something, that's it. Jesus said. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe. In other words, if you can believe, he said, all things are possible 
to him that believeth. Amen. Amen. Yes. That is a, that is about as powerful as it gets. Because he said all things are possible if you believe. So in other words, hold up. In other words, hold up, brother preacher man. In other words, you're saying that the only thing that's been keeping me in bondage, the only thing that's been keeping me in stress, the only thing that's been keeping me in poverty and lack is my need to believe? And my answer to you is, most definitely. Yeah. Amen. And not because I'm saying it, but because Jesus said. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus said. That gives it validity. Jesus said, that gives it credibility. You have divine credibility when Jesus says. Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Jesus said, in other words, I've been watching you, and I've been, and, and I've been walking with you, and I've, and I've been seeing where, where, where the need is, and the need for the people of God is to come out of unbelief and start believing. Yes. Amen. Amen. This is the beautiful thing about believing when it comes to Jesus. Having to know how he does what he does is not a requirement. You do not have to know how he does the miracles. All you have to do is believe. And he said, if you can believe all things, I like that all things because that's how he deals. He deals in the all things realm. He doesn't deal in some things. He said all things are possible. Think about some things that you want to see done. We're talking in righteousness, of course. And think about some things that you'd like to see done, amen, that just don't seem like they're happening the way you want them to happen. Is it possible, amen, that you just don't believe? A lot of folks have to take that self-examination. It's a personal self-examination that only you can take. No one else has to know about it. But the question is, when it comes to God's word, do you believe? Sadly, and needless to say, everyone doesn't believe. Because Jesus says when you believe, you got it going on. He said all things are possible. Because God Almighty... You know those impossible things that seem like they just won't go away in your life? Who am I talking to? Jesus said if you can believe, they're gone. You know those impossible things you're trying to accomplish, but it just don't seem like you can? Jesus said if you can believe, all things are possible, including them. To him that believes. So we want to get to the place, amen, where if Jesus said it, we believe it, and that's all there is to it. Amen. Jesus yeah. said, remember, he's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. He's always yeah. teaching us because he's trying to show us the way to live this thing the way he does. How many know Jesus lives a divine life? And according to the word of God, he says, we can too. All we have to do is believe. Yeah. Amen. believe. It may sound like that's way out there, brother. You know, you, you, you could tone it down a little bit, or maybe you could reel it in a little bit and talk about something a little easier for us to grab uh-huh. hold to, but that's not what God called me to do. God called no. me to challenge your faith. 
Yes, amen. Because he wants all of us, amen, to come up a little higher, come up amen. a whole lot higher. He doesn't want us to be, he, he wants us to get off the merry-go-round, so to speak. Mm-hmm. We've been in the playground of life far too long. It's time yes. to quit playing. It's time to make yes. this thing become for real. Oh, yeah, for yeah, real, for real. Know. Yes. Praise God, hallelujah. Haven't we been in the playground of life long enough? Isn't it time to quit playing with this thing? We serve a God who's given us the ability to accomplish all things. Yes, amen. And we need to make up in our mind that we're going from the no things mentality to the all things mentality. Because there is nothing, Jesus said, that we can't accomplish if we believe. Hallelujah. You know that healing that you'd like to see your loved one have? You know that loved one that seems yes. like it just, it just won't go away, praise the living God? Yes. Jesus said yes. that's part yes. of all things. Yes, Nicole. All things yes. covers that. Yes. There is absolutely no thing you can't accomplish, Jesus mm-hmm. says, if you Children. believe. I believe. Yes, amen. If you believe. You know, the wonderful thing about it is he knows that everybody doesn't believe. But if you want to believe, he's the person to go to. Because he said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. Bring your unbelief with you and put it at the Lord's feet. Yes, amen. And he wants to Mm -hmm. transform things. He wants to turn things around. He wants to turn you from a spirit of unbelief. To a spirit of believing that you can do all things, and nothing is impossible if you believe. That's right. That's right. I don't know about anybody else, but I know for a certainty, amen, that's the lifestyle that God wants me to have, and that's the lifestyle I want to have with him. And if anyone else would like to have that lifestyle, simply come to Jesus and tell Jesus, I believe, but Take my unbelief away. Any part of me that doesn't believe, I want it away from me because I realize unbelief is a curse. I can't afford a man to spend my days in unbelief. Not another moment. I I almost said another hour, but not another moment in unbelief. It's time to start believing. We can't afford to. We can't afford not to believe. Because Jesus says all things are possible to him that believes. Go with me, if you will, to Matthew. And we've read this many times, but it applies. It applies to what I'm speaking right now. Matthew chapter 21. And I'm going to begin reading at verse 21. And I'm reading 21 and 22. I'm going to make my point in verse 22. Jesus just spoke to a fig tree because he walked up on it, and the Bible said he was hungry, but when he got to the fig tree, it had leaves on it, but it didn't have fruit. It didn't have fruit. He found nothing on it to eat, but leaves only. And so he said to the tree, he said, let no fruit grow on thee from now on forever. And my Bible says, And presently, in in verse 19, and presently the fig tree withered away. Now listen, folk are not used to seeing things like that. People are not used to seeing uh, 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 people talk to nature and trees and all kinds of things. It's one thing to talk to folks, and they do what you say. 
But when a tree does what you say, you know you got it going on. Ah, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so it's, it's and so it says, and when the disciples saw it, they marveled. Imagine, imagine that. And you know that that, that that's a reasonable that's a reasonable thought because imagine seeing something like that happen right before your very eyes, and and you would marvel too. Yes. They marveled. They marveled, saying, how soon is the fig tree withered away? In other words, let me translate it. Look how quick that happened. He just said it. Now it's gone. Mm. How many know Jesus can do things like that? And Jesus says we can too if we have the same thoughts on, on the issue. Mm. And this is what we need. Verse yeah. 21, Jesus answered and said unto them, he, he, you know, he didn't jump on and say, oh, man, that ain't nothing, man. I do fig trees. I do peach trees. I can do apple trees. He didn't say nothing like that because he's not trying to be no, he's not trying to be no big shot. But yet he does great big things. So this is what he said. He said, Jesus answered and said unto them, this is why I love Jesus. Verily I say unto you, if you have faith and doubt not, you should not only do this which is done to the fig tree. You think that was a big deal. That was nothing. But also you should say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And it shall be done. Not only trees, you can do the same thing I just did to mountains. If you have faith and doubt not. So along with unbelief, when you go to Jesus and take your heavy load and your burdens to him, take all doubt with you too because doubt is, doubt is a curse. And doubt is penalizing folks needlessly because doubt will yeah. keep you, amen, in a state of nothingness. And we've been in that state for far too long. It's time for the people of God to start shining. Yeah. I repeat, it's time to shine. Doubt, unbelief. Fear will keep you in one place. It'll keep you. It'll, it'll keep you at the red light in life much too long. And here the light has turned green, but you still got the red light mentality, and you can't move. It's time for God's people to move. It's time for us to begin moving. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, and the way to do it is to follow Jesus' instructions to the letter. He says, if you have faith and doubt not, uh-oh, that tells me I've got to get rid of some things. Amen. How many know How many know where faith is in operation, fear can't operate? Exactly. And vice versa. Wherever exactly. fear is in operation, faith can't operate. Right. That tells me, Jesus is telling me, if I want to be, if I want to have it going on like he does, I've got to I've got to box up all my fears and get rid of all my doubts and get rid of them. Let them be yeah. gone. Make up in your mind, amen, that you're not going to be in fear or doubt ever again in life. There's no reason to, amen, because the Lord is on your side. You don't have to fear. You don't have to doubt. And the beautiful thing about these miracles is that you don't have to know how. All you have to do is believe. Yeah. Praise the living God. Yeah. 
Jesus didn't say you had to know how the mountain's going to fall down. He just said all you have to do is have faith and don't doubt. Mm-hmm. Have faith and don't doubt. He didn't say, well, well wait a minute now. You're going you got to show me some kind of way. What, what, what structural definition do you have for this? You know, because I'm in the, I'm in the logic business, and I'm trying to make this make sense to me, the average person says. When you're dealing with Jesus, logic is not the tool you need, just faith. When you're dealing with Jesus, logic is not the tool you need, just faith. I'm going to say it to someone in another state. When you're dealing with Jesus and you're following Jesus, logic is not the tool you need, just faith. Amen, yes. Because logic will tell you, amen, that no way, no how can anybody speak to a mountain and tell it to beat out, remove, and beat out, cast into the sea. But he just did it to a fig tree. Mm. Logic will also try to tell you that no way, no how can a man walk on water. But he did it. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus is able to do things that logic has no explanation for. I'm not saying logic is not good, but when it comes to Jesus, you can put it in your pocket because the only t- only tool you really need is faith. Yes, Amen. Praise God, Hallelujah. So he says, so he says, he says you can you you you, you can say unto this mountain, be thou removed. You know, we would probably say it like move. <laughs> you, you ever heard you ever heard the expression moving mountains? Yes, yes. Yeah, tell that mountain to move, and it'll do, and it'll have to do what you said because faith makes it necessary. Because faith is powerful, and when faith speaks, things begin to happen. When faith is moved, when faith moves, things begin to happen. We need a move of faith right now, even on this telephone call, even on this conference call. Praise the living God. We need a move of faith like we've never had before. And there is nothing stopping it from happening. All we have to do is have a made-up mind. And that made-up mind says, I'm tired of being in doubt. I'm tired of being in fear. I'm going to start walking by faith and not by sight. And I'm going to do everything Jesus says I can do. Yes, amen. Sometimes you got to get get tough with yourself. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Sometimes you got to get bad with yourself. Sometimes you got to tell yourself off because self will get in the way. Self will try to tell you why you can't do it, and you got to set self straight. No, no self, that's not the truth. If Jesus says I can, I can. Amen. Yeah. You you can't point the finger any other way. Self sometimes, sometimes we're our own worst enemies. So we just have to learn to follow Jesus. Let's do what Jesus says do. So it says, Jesus, verily, verily, I say unto you, if you have faith and doubt not, you should not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and it shall be done. I like the way Jesus talks, don't you? Because when he said yeah. something, he didn't say, if you have faith and say to this mountain, be thou removed, it might be done. 
He says it shall be done. It means it definitely will be done. No ifs, no no ands, and no buts about it. Isn't that a good way to start living? This is 2023. We need to make up in our minds, amen, that we don't want nothing but the best. And Jesus Christ is offering it to us. All we have to do is receive it by faith. Oh, I'm having a good time, amen. This is like music going on. Because we have to learn to believe. Let's go to verse 21. Then he goes on. Then he goes on and says, verse 22, rather. Then he goes on and says, in verse 22, he says, and all things. There he is again talking about all things, sisters and brothers. I'm talking to people, and I hope I'm being heard by folk all around the world. All things. Whatever your dilemma is, socially, politically, nationally, globally, universally, all things covers it all. There is no subject, there is no category, all things doesn't cover. You're free now, Jesus is saying. Because he's saying, in all things, whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, here's the power word, believing, you shall receive. You shall receive. And, you know, I I, I preach this, but I'm going to keep preaching this until we get it right. Somebody's going to tell me, I heard it for the first time. I know you said it many times before, brother, but I heard it this time. This time it reached me. This time it got through, and everything is changing. I realize now I don't have to be sick and tired no more. I'm free. I'm free. And who the Son has set free is free indeed. Now I can do what I need to do. Now I can do what I've been wanting to do. Now I can go where I want to go, do what I need to do, and even if it seemed impossible, I now know I can do it. Because all I have to do is ask in prayer, believing. He didn't say just ask in prayer. You have to ask in prayer, believing. Tell your friend, tell your neighbor, believing qualifies your prayer. You can ask in prayer, but if you don't believe, he didn't say it shall be done unto you. He said believing, and it shall be done unto you. How many need some things done unto them right about now? Yes, I do. I don't have to be shy. I do, and so do you. Yes. So do you, because if we didn't, we wouldn't be on this call together. If we didn't, we wouldn't be seeking the Lord's face. If we didn't, we wouldn't wouldn't be hearing from the voice of God. And all we have to learn how to do is believe. Yes, yes. Yes, amen. Just believe. Believe. How many know believing is all that that, that God is calling us to do is to learn to believe? believe. Amen? Give me a moment. Amen. Give me Amen. a moment. Listen to this for a moment. Amen.
No, he's still with us, Pastor Cooper. Okay, no, we thank the Lord. I, I had it on mute because I was singing too, so <laughs> praise God. But anyway, we thank the Lord for commission because, in other words, they're saying, I dare you to believe. And that's what the Lord is saying. I dare you to believe. Dare to believe, praise God. Yeah. And watch what happens. Amen. Everything changes when you believe. <clears throat> Jesus said, in all things, whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Go with me to John 14. Mm-hmm. He wants us to start. He wants us to start enjoying a life that he's given us. Amen. A life like he lives. He wants us to get past the ordinary. How many know it's time to go beyond the ordinary? So we have to make yes. up in our minds, amen, that this is the day, praise the living God, this is the day <laughs> that we're going to change. How many know all it takes is a made-up mind? I dare you to believe. Yes. And he says, and he says in John 14, verse 12, See, Jesus didn't have a problem with man uh, 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 operating the way he does. Some folks tend to think that he does, but I don't believe anything of the kind. Because Jesus' word shows me that not only does he desire us to do it, but he's instructing us how to do it. He's instructing us on how to do the same things he does. He's instructing us on how to do all things, make all things possible. He's instructing us on how to have all things whatsoever we shall ask in prayer by believing. And the su- and the subject today is believe it or not. Mm. John fourteen and twelve, Jesus says, "Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth, there it is again, he that believeth on me." That's all the qualifications you have to have to do what he's getting ready to tell you. He that believeth on me. He said, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto you. And I say that because I want folks to know this is Jesus that's saying this. See, he's not ego tripping like some folk do. Jesus does not mind. As a matter of fact, he came to be the example, the instruction. He came to be the pattern that we're supposed to follow. And he knows, amen, that his mission was to bring us into the lifestyle that he lives. Amen. Where all things are possible, if you believe. Where you can not only say to a fig tree, and it withers away, but you have faith and doubt. And no doubt, you can speak to the mountain, and it'll do the same thing. That's the way Jesus did with the storm. He had all confidence because he knows, amen, nothing could stop it when he said, peace be still. It had to be. Why? Because of his faith. Yes, amen. And he's letting us know if we have the same level of faith that he does, if we believe on him, praise the living God, 
if we believe on his level, if we get on if we get on that same level of, of believing and faith that he does, he says he lets us know we can do the exact same thing. That may sound extreme, that may sound crazy to some folk. I've grown to not even care. Because if Jesus said it, I believe it. Yeah. I don't believe yeah. what folks say, but I believe what Jesus says. Ha ha. I believe what Jesus says. And Jesus says, verily, yeah. verily, I say unto you. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Not not, not Dr. So-and-so. Nothing wrong with doctors. But Jesus said, I say unto you. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. What kind of works are you talking about? Jesus, for example... Jesus went to the grave of Lazarus, and he had been in the tomb for four days. And he commanded, he spoke these words. He said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus did. I know it may sound extreme, but I don't have anything else better to do. This is called fellowship in the word, amen. This is a powerhouse teaching. Yes, amen. I want to be just like everybody else. I probably wouldn't be doing this at all. But the thing that gives me the greatest pleasure in doing anything for God is that he's taking all the limits off of it. If I believe I can, he says I can. And Jesus said I can. And Jesus says you can. If you believe on him, the work that he does shall you do also. And greater work than these shall we all do because he's going to the Father. It's interesting. We talk about this sometimes. He didn't mention he didn't mention greater in what he didn't say greater in quality or quantity. But I believe it's a little bit of both because I know that if he goes to the Father and we spread the good news like we're supposed to, we could have the whole world, Amen, acting like Jesus. That'll be quantity. Yes, that's what the devil don't want, Amen. But I know amen. what God wants. God wants his children to all have the same capacity. He wants his sons and daughters to all have the same potential and capacity and ability as is only begotten, the firstborn of many brethren and sisters, Jesus Christ. Yes, amen. Why don't we make amen. up in our mind, amen, but this is the day, amen, that we turn things around and we don't care who don't like it. Amen, hallelujah. I repeat, the father lies, he's not going to like it. But I also repeat, we don't care. All we want to do is please God. Hallelujah. And when you make up your mind, when you commit to pleasing God, God will do the rest. Yes. And you don't have to worry about how he's going to do it, how he's going to do it, how he's going to do it is not necessary. What I learned is what I learned is when people stop having to know how, they'll start knowing how to have. Yes. Oh, y'all might not have heard me in Oklahoma, so I'm gonna say it loud. Maybe the California folk will hear this. When folks stop having to know how, God does things. They'll start knowing how to have what God does. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen. Why don't we make up in our minds, amen, that we're going to follow Jesus all the way? Mm -hmm. yes. Let this be the day of our turnaround. 
Yes, because we've been around. grieving for too long. It's time to turn this thing around. It's time to turn, turn it around. upside down, inside out. And let's let the word of God, amen, be the light of our life from this mm. moment forth and forevermore. Yes, indeed. Amen. Brother Lewis. All right. And okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was Pastor Cooper. And uh, before we do go, is there anyone that has a prayer request? Out there, the lines are open. Because I have, well, I have one. If no one else does at the moment, you know, since I stopped and I, I've been on um, off of my medication, that medication, it's been almost two months now. It'll be two months and two days, and. Uh, it seems like now that every little ache in my body has come up now since I've gotten off of those pain pills. Everything is coming up, stomach, foot, tooth, back. Everything is just jumping out at me. And I know it's the enemy. Say, man, you better get back on them pills, man. You'll feel all right. You get back on those pills. But I'm going to wither the storm. I'm going to take it. So I just pray that God gives me strength to... uh get these pains and stuff back in order and get my life back and uh, get me back out to exercise and watching my diet, that, that sugar and that salt, the, the cholesterol, the, the diabetes, which I'm very close to, you know. So I just have to really – I never watched my health beforehand. I just took it for granted, even up in my 60s. So this for all of us out there. Not just me. We got to watch ourselves. So God, just give me strength on that. Amen. I'm gonna, yes, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna uh, give you something that may help you because I find it helps me when unexpected pain and stuff like that. That's what you. That's what it sounds like you're talking about. Unexpected discomforts. Yeah, come they, upon they, you. They popping up. And, and, and when they come upon you, Amen. You, 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 it happens so suddenly. But the Bible, the Bible tells me in Colossians two, verse six. And you may want to write this down. Colossians two, verse six. It says, "As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him." That means all the way. And when we get all the way in Him, it goes on to say, "Rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith." When we get all the way in Him. We can speak to aches and pains. I know because I've done it. And tell them, you got to get off of me because there are no aches and pains in Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. And I'm walking uh-huh. in him totally, 100%, no way, no how. I'm rooted and built up in him. Cramps, you got to go. Right, right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And if you exactly. just allow God to, it's just a matter of moments, a matter of time before you be realized, hey, man, that thing is gone. And you give God the praise. Amen. Amen. You, you, you're so right about that because I had a stomach issue this morning and I prayed on it and I, it has bothered me for, actually for a couple of days. I'm thinking it's cancer. I got to get to the doctor. It is, and it just kind of disappeared today. As we speak right now, my hands up to God. It is gone. You know, and I have faith in it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and, and give him praise because there's nothing too hard Amen. for God. And Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all we Amen. have to do is just start following Jesus' instructions yes. and watch what will happen. 
Mm-hmm. We're walking in him now. We're living in him now. Old things have passed away. We've given our lives to him. We have been bought and paid for. He paid the price for all of our misgivings. Calvary, yes. Yes. And all we have to do now is to believe in him and trust in him and walk in him. Like the, like Paul said, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. I, 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 some folks will say, wait a minute now, but I received him as... I receive him as, as, as Lord and Savior. Then walk in salvation and walk in his lordship. You can because you're walking in him now. Yes. Wait a minute. Yes, I receive him as the great physician. Then walk in health and healing because now that's what you have. You not only have it in him, that's what you are. You are healed. Praise God. And Praise when you God. recognize yes. that, these sudden pains and different things, I'm telling you, hold on. Amen. Help is on the way. Jesus Christ is here right now. And when you make your abode in him, things that are not in him have to leave you. Yes, yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Because this has me, had me scared. I had I, I had fear, not faith. I had the fear. You know, it, it, it's pancreatic cancer. It's this kind of cancer. It's, it's a gallstone. It's this, it's that. You know, but... All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, will there be another? Okay. Well, we'll be back next week. Our 11 on the West Coast. Two, uh, we'll be two on the East, one in the middle. Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert R. Cooper. You can also pick this up on the podcast. Within uh, next half an hour, it will be on Spotify. It'll be on iHeart. In most of these places, you pick up your podcast. You know, you'd be surprised that I, some of the text messages and emails I get sometimes, it says, oh, that was a good uh, sermon. That was good the other day. You know, because it doesn't always, people are listening in real time and not always on this phone where I can see who's on the phone. They're listening online. I want to say thank you those who are listening online right now. I want to say thank you to those who are listening on podcast, which will be there. And all of the fellowship and the words that we have done, you can sit and go through all of them that we've done in the last couple of years. They're all there. So I just want you all to know. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, well, thank you for your time, and God bless you. Amen. Talk to you all later. Peace. I gotta read up, yes I do.